That's weird, man. Live from Hollywood, California, that's weird man comedy and curiosity cast with Jake Hayes and Khalil Tomlin. Welcome back to another exciting episode of That's Weird Man. I'm your favorite host, Jacob Hayes, and with me... Khalil Tomlin. That's right. Uh, we're here. We're making it happen. We're talking about some crazy shit, some shit going on in Peru. I don't know if you've seen this to this shit. Uh, a guy I follow, Anthony... Uh, now I'm going to space on his last name. But uh, he's this guy who's been following the UFO scene for a while, and he was bringing up this kind of breaking news story about face peelers of Peru. So here they are actively shooting at these beings and filming it on a cell phone. Se trata de habitantes de la tribu Iquitu del distrito de Alto Nanay en Loreto, quienes denuncian ser víctimas de violentos ataques por parte de seres desconocidos. Necesitamos apoyo para nuestra comunidad. This is the village leader, the tribal leader of the village, yeah. He says they're, extra they're extraterrestrials, and then he's describing how they're dressed. He said he, shoot he shot at them, but, but they don't fall down. So they just get up, and then they, they lift off into the air. So here you see the police showed up, and then some other videos, you'll see the Navy. He's talking about how they have, like, discs on the bottom of their shoes, and they, they elevate off the ground, and they have a red, red, red light uh, emanating from the bottom of these discs. And there, here's the 15-year-old girl. Go ahead and play that. Doug. There's the 15-year-old girl. They're, blo they're blurring her face, but there she is. So go ahead and pause right there, um, Doug. So in this is this particular news report. They're blurring her face, but I've got some news reports here that I've been watching where they don't blur her face, and you can clearly see her neck is. She has last a last a couple lacerations on her neck. You can kind of see it in this video. You see the red. You can see the blood. There. Yeah. There's yeah, there's blood there, and there's uh, some sort of bandaging there on her neck. Let me ask uh, you something. Have you ever heard of any type of attack or or wound? Yes, yes. I'm, we're going to get into we're going to get into that in a minute. But um, so you can see the blood. You can see the bandaging. Apparently, she was physically grabbed by one of these beings, and and uh, I also heard one of the guys from the village describe these beings. Uh, this isn't the first encounter they've had with these beings. We're gonna, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, sometimes they encounter them wearing dark cloaks with hoods, and they they attack at night. And they're trying to uh, they try to grab people at nighttime, and and they're described as. I don't like to use movie references, but they're described as almost like the, the, the predator from the movie uh, where you can see them and then suddenly they sort of almost go totally transparent, but you can still sort of see them there, but they're, they just blend into the jungle. So it's some sort of a cloaking technology that these villagers are describing. Um, they spend a lot of time there. There's a lot of local legends and they believe, of course, they see it a little bit differently, but they, they're no stranger to the UFO and alien phenomena. Mm. And I got to say, uh, with everything going on, you know, we always talk about Project Blue Book, like what's a PSYOP, what's not. Uh, I'm open to this being, I'm not confirmed that it's a thing, but 
he was showing a lot of interesting videos of them, you know, grainy video where you're like, oh, okay, maybe that's an alien. There's definitely something on the roof. And then they were showing videos of when they would found this body. Mm. And this dude had his entire, and I'll, we'll, we'll play it here on the show, has his entire face removed. And you see the white of his skeleton. And it's weird because it wasn't actually horrifying, even though it sounds like it, because there's no blood. So what you're looking at here are two Peruvian they look like uh, two gentlemen who, who either are police or civilian police or something, maybe detectives. Their, their vests say police, and they're taking the banana leaves off of this man who's lying on the bank of a river. And I think we determined that he was deposited there for the police. So they're removing these banana leaves, which people used to cover him. You're going to see why people covered him his head with banana leaves in a moment. Again, those are their their um, their vests say police. So let's assume those are Peruvian police. Now they're picking him up and look at his head. It is bereft of skin. At least I'd say three quarters of it, if not almost the entirety of his face, is gone not partially gone completely gone and you'll see if you back up a little bit uh doug because i think that's where well there he is laying on the ground so let's see um is that the end of the video yeah, yeah it just, it just plays. okay so back up and you're going to notice that his face was removed with surgical surgical precision around the neck there you see that there's a circular cut around the neck now is this video real is it authentic or is it photoshopped or, or edited in some way? I don't know, but I think it'd be very difficult to edit this video because you're looking at somebody's cell phone footage. So we're looking at somebody's cell phone, a Peruvian villager cell phone that they captured, presumably. And and there's a lot of movement. You see the all the movement. Look, they drop him. The police officer falls and drops him. I mean, it, it doesn't look like a prosthetic to me and it does not look like CGI. Now, again, I don't know what the what the context is of this video, but I'm going to guess that this has something to do with the Pelacaras. And when they say, when these Peruvian people call these beings Pelacaras, I think we're looking at why they call them the face peelers. Again, this is, allegedly this happened this year and is from the same general region of Peru where, these, where this village was attacked. It's really quite disturbing. Well, you can see that there's, it appears to be rigor mortis has set in. Yes. I, I've seen my share of dead bodies. Um, if even the, the movement right there, you can see the spine articulating. Yes. If this was a movie prop, uh, my hat's off to you. That is the most convincing movie prop I've ever seen. But you can tell that the guy has weight to him. This guy right here, the policia, he he slips coming up the embankment. If this was going to be a movie, um, it was shot very poorly. Um, but we have not been able to discern yet if this is a movie, if it's a spoof. Um, that seems to be 
a dead man. I've, I've seen my share of that. I have never seen an injury like this. I've seen people blown apart, lacerated. Um, when I worked in federal prisons, I've seen people stabbed up, gutted, half their face cut off before. Um, but there's, you know, it seems like he has been assanguated. There's no blood. There's no blood. That, there's no blood coming out of anywhere. Look, the face will bleed more than almost anything else because the hundreds of capillaries that are all over the face and there is no flesh anywhere. There's no burn marks from what we can see on here. And you can even see the scalp line where the fatty tissue is. Exactly. And the way the neck articulates as, as they're moving. I mean, it takes three men to move a dead body. That's, that's fairly accurate. A, a person who's completely, you know, limp is a very, very heavy weight. And what we guess is that someone came down the river, uh, deposited this man along the side of the river for the police to then go and collect. And this is most likely the uh, criminal investigators who are here. I can say that the vi I, I, we can confirm that this particular video was uploaded. There's to the YouTube. coroner. Right. There he is. Yeah. This particular video was uploaded, was uploaded to YouTube on August 2nd. So this may be very recent, and it may, in fact, be directly related to the incident in the village. But that's the whole point, is that he's sanguinated. So, you know, we've talked about cattle mutilations now on the podcast, but anybody, if you're a stranger to UFO, ufology, lore... Uh, I think I say ufology. You know what I mean? Well, whatever the fuck. You know, what is the better term? I'm not saying UAPology, you know, what's that bullshit? Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, cattle mutilations, uh, are often would find, you know, weird burn marks in the, in the field. And then you'd have like the cow and it'd be faceless and the blood would be drained. Weird random organs would be removed. So this reminded me immediately of that Timothy Alberino, that's his name finally comes to me. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting, but I'd like, like to know your take. Have you heard about, let's, let's put it this way. If aliens exist and this was them. Who are they? What do they want? Why do they want to peel our faces and drain our blood? I, I'm, this is just too much like that movie with Mel Gibson and 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 and, and Hairlip. Conspiracy theory? No, but the hair that lip, is a good one. The, hair, the Hairlip guy, the Hairlip, the Joker, the Hairlip guy, the Hairlip guy. Oh, you keep Come saying on. it. I'm not the Hairlip guy from the, the he played the Joker. He won the Academy Award, not the dead one, the other one. Heath Ledger or the other one? Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Keem, sorry. You ever okay. seen the one with Joaquin Phoenix and, and Mel Gibson, who's like the best actor ever? Yeah. And, except Denzel's pretty awesome. And then we got some more guys coming up, and, and, and Lakeith. I just pictured Denzel Washington as the Joker, and I'm not saying no. You know, I'm open to it. So. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Denzel Washington is like one of the uh, best, I think, I, in my opinion. There, there's a handful of people. There, there's a lot of people that are good. There's a lot of people that have a lot of talent, and maybe they haven't gotten the same shine as other people. Yeah. But... He's just one of those guys. There's a combination of the things that he chooses to do mm -hmm. and his and his skill, and it's just amazing. He he's pretty much you don't miss uh, if you see him in the credits. If you see uh, DiCaprio, you know you're going to be entertained at the very least. Well, there's a yeah. lot of bullshit like method actors and oh, I'm an actor and all this stuff. But he, like he's one of those guys. You see him do the work of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like he's he takes it seriously and. And I don't, I don't like pompous actors by any means, but I like, you know, like Gary Oldman, I think of him, just people who, they're not about being a celebrity, they, they believe in storytelling and they're placed in it as actors, you know what I mean? And like, those, that's cool. Those, see, are the, you know. those are the people that you actually meet in your life, mm -hmm. or just live in your life, and you come and you bump into them, yeah. and uh, set aside the fact that they're like a very well-known, very talented, very, you know, a lot of working actor, 
Yeah. Th those are the ones who are like, a celebrity is not what they're interested in. They really like what they're doing. It's money. Of course it's money. Don't sure, get me wrong. Sure. It's, it's money and they like what they're doing. Because like, you know, you know, a motherfucker's dad could have been a, a, a carpenter or a mechanic or something. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he loved and respected, but he don't want to work like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but you get, uh, I was going back. I, I get off topic really quick. I'm going to go back to where I was. So the it, the thing going on in Peru reminds me of that movie. I think it was an M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan Ding Dong. Signs? Signs. That's a great film. Great film. The shit in Peru, it, the whole thing about Peru reminds me of that. This crop stuff is about a bunch of nerds who never had a girlfriend in their lives. They're like 30 and they work up little codes together and they analyze Greek mythology and make up secret societies where other guys who never had girlfriends before can join in. They do stupid crap like this to feel special. It's a scam. Nerds were doing it 25 years ago. New nerds are doing it again. The whole, they gave me that vibe. And, yep. here's, and, and I'm 43 and I've been in America, uh, you know, I, I know I know it's really... I'm not, I don't really know exactly what's going on, but I know bullshit. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I know that, like, a perfect example, didn't, like, the, the feds just, like, as a matter of fact, like, went on to uh, Tucker's WhatsApp and pulled some shit out, like... Oh, yeah. Something like, okay, yeah. so what I'm saying, so that means, like, no matter what they tell you, the information is heavily filtered. Absolutely. If we're being allowed to see something, I usually uh, count it as bullshit. All the staggering COVID numbers. Can I tell you something? If there was really a disease sweeping across the world that killed like 250, 300,000 Americans really fast, they would lie about it so much. I swear to God, it wouldn't be covered this way. It would, it would be, I swear to God, it wouldn't go down like this. Well, I it agree with that because I think, I do think the elite of the world and country are eugenicists. So yeah. I agree with that. And, that and, and there's, and there's, uh, there's certain people whose personal interest and in their, and their financial interests go against uh, any narrative involving. Mm -hmm. Everybody knowing yeah. the true nature of the world around them. It's really sad to say it that way, but mm -hmm. that's the honest truth. There are people who evil people play the long game, right? So you know you get you get people who aren't evil who, who are genuinely good. And they're just mm -hmm. trying to get ahead. They they, they do short term bullshit to get to their next goal. But like right. evil plans hundreds of years in advance. Exactly, that's the way it works. So so. I, I know there's something else, but I also know that, like, I get ridiculed for being a flat earther, but nobody who tells me the earth is, the earth is round can give me, like, a real argument. They're just parroting out something they read in a book or what all these different facts are and what's what. But, like, you know how when somebody presents something in, um, in medicine or in science, they have to, like, present their sources and... And right. they have to show what that was. If you really think about it, I didn't trip on this until I was watching, like, uh, The Big Bang Theory with my kid. Right? Mm -hmm. She likes it. And I was watching The Big Bang Theory, and I saw this thing where, like, they were all, like, astrophysicists or something like that, right? right? And uh, at some point, I don't even know why, because I was staring at the, at the white girl, but at some point, I realized, Kaylee Cuoco, at some point, I realized that they were they were only because it, it, there's a line that Sheldon made. He was making fun of a geologist, and he said, "You know, geology isn't a real science, but geology is actually a true science." What they practice yeah. is is theoretical physics. It's it's you're you're contemplating and formulating theories based on the last theory, based on the theory before, and based on the theory before. And none of these are definites; they're just accepted truths. Albert Einstein said that there's no vantage point from the Earth where you could ever positively say see or tell the true orientation of the earth or the shape or the size. Yeah. But somehow we've got 
the Earth is 20 million, million years, miles around, and mm-hmm. the, the sun is 93 million. Where the fuck do all these measurements come from, and who measured it, and when, and how, how? Well, I, I like I always like Sam Tripoli's approach where he's like uh, he listens to every. First of all, I always prefer open-minded and, and people who, like you said, like the average person, regardless of the topic, doesn't look into the thing, but they're ready to negate it because it's yeah. against the popular narrative. You know what I like about Sam's approach is he's like, oh, I think, well, whatever we're in, it's a realm. That's how I think of it. You know, and I kind of think of it similarly because I'm not where I'm at with, with things, because like we talked about before on the show, I know NASA lies. I know they lie, uh, the government school history is a, a, a lie in many ways. So keeping that in mind, I'm always open to, they could be lying to us about this. To me, especially since I've known you, uh, stuff you've sent me, but also stuff I've come across, uh, the, the biggest thing, if you want to take it really incrementally, uh, for me, is seeing stuff like old encyclopedias Bro. from like the 50s showing stuff where it's like, or, or Air Force manuals, which I've Bro. come across, which before a certain year were very like, hey, uh, it's a 13,000 foot up, or 13,000 miles up, whatever it was, probably miles, sorry. Yeah, there's, 13, a there's There's the they dome, spoke or like however they say ceiling. it. Or, or, you know, there's, there's, there's different ways of even understanding what the firmament exactly is. Yeah. But, but I, I, I do find myself more and more going like, well, who was involved with the space Program, program, and you know when my dad was growing up, space, science, medicine, all those Everything. things were, were pushed huge. Forefront. And it was all about, uh, but just considering that with like, okay, we brought in a Nazi scientist. Lots weren't of Nazi scientists. Lots of them with Project Paperclip, but specifically Werner von Braun got brought over, um, and then the guys he was working with, which is like a, a meme. I mean, I came across this before, but a meme put it perfectly, where they had like a satanic pentagram, and they had these five scientists and thought leaders around all of them had worked in mk ultra all of them worked with nasa all of them worked all with of them. cia and deep state all it was alistair crowley uh father of the new age sex drugs rock and roll uh jack parsons of the jet propulsion laboratory who uh, was a self-avowed satanist or part of you know the same thing and you realize uh, l ron hubbard they used scientology to call, they used was to call it jack thing, parsons I mean. laboratory yeah, yeah. Was jack yeah, yeah all right we're back we're back we're back we got we're ac back. we got ac well one of us is black but the, i was hot and i knew i was hot but I've been uncomfortable most yeah, but of my... you're not supposed to brag about well, no, no. it. Because then it's <laughs> egotistical. I've been uncomfortable most of my adult life, but it's, I saw the perspiration going off of your face. Yeah, I said, oh, yeah. it's not just me. See, I the Jameson I got me feeling so good, I, I was going to melt. I and... thought it was the whiskey <laughs> we're hitting in my lemonade, but yeah, it doesn't all know it's my guy. Let me go, let me go straight yeah. out. So, okay, we're back. Now, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but when I did, I sweat like a motherfucker. And I really? still, yeah, I still smoke uh, Zaganja. And I, I wonder sometimes if that's why I'm sweating. I don't sweat all the time with it, but like, yeah, when I'm smoking cigarettes, dude. No, no, no. my God. Oh, it we're, was down, like the purge. We're, we're down in an unventilated basement, and the fucking AC was off. That's all it was. Trust me. Well, that just shows you how checked out I am. But, you know, that's uh, not mentally, just physically. Not mentally. Okay. No, it's um, just, so, yeah, my whole thing is like, I always assume what I'm being fed is is a lie. As soon as I start getting fed stuff, I, I honestly look the other way. I got ridiculed, and I'll say this until somebody does it. Like, there's a lot of people in my personal life who, who owe me an apology for the whole COVID thing. Oh, same. And it's like, <laughs> I, and it's and it's, I hope I can yeah. I, I I hope nobody else that I know or anybody gets hurt from the fucking vaccine they took. But it's like, it's slowly coming out for you guys because you guys watch fake news yeah we've known for a good while now that's why you support independent creators that's like why you get to see yeah. but everybody says where do you get your news from the internet 
Well, that's like, the internet. my buddy always gets <laughs> mad at me, and he always talks to me. But like before, even the, the moment a topic comes up, I don't have to say anything. He just is like, I can see he's getting mad already, yeah. and it, it's weird because this is why I'm not a, a political party guy too. Is because people, or, or like we said the other day. Uh, if you have the wrong opinion on the topic of the moment, that's all it is to make you, oh, you're part of that group. And they think all you do is listen to Fox News or whoever oh, yeah, they but, have uh, in their head. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's what you do. It's like, you don't understand. It's like, I'm one of you, you are as well. We're the kinds of people that are uh, from the get go went. Because I was, you know, I can honestly say I was very humble at the beginning about stuff going like, well, I don't know, maybe it is. So I started looking into stuff. And, and for doing that, that's what when you get punished. Just because it, and it, it's not like I'm, I'm never a guy where I'm like, I have all the answers. But I do get upset when people go, like, I'll point out this or an inconvenient fact, an inconvenient truth. Yeah. And then they get all emotional on you. It's like, oh, so you're going to gaslight me, calling me the radical ideologue when you're doing it by not even entertaining a conversation. That's why podcasts are important. Sorry, people, people but they to, really fucking are. People used to shout me down and they're, they're probably, oh, you probably listen to Alex Jones. I was like, well, you know what made me start listening to Alex Jones? What? People that just could kind of figure out my politics right away would mm. say, oh, you must listen to Alec Jones. That's what made me start listening to him. Mm. Can I tell you something? He's right a whole lot more than you. He's right a lot. He was talking about that Epstein shit more than a decade ago. No, Alex, and he was calling out names. If, if you can't say Alex Jones was right at this point, even if you don't like Come the on, guy, you then don't you're, have to you're, like you're, 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 uh, you're willfully ignoring uh, inconvenient truths once again. Because yeah. that guy, I have, I have a lot of respect for him because... Nobody's perfect. I, I feel like that way about a lot of podcasters or independent people, whether they're news or comics or whatever. I just respect people who are like, hey, they're saying 2 plus 2 equals 5, but 2 plus 2 equals 4. This is what they're saying. This is what they're doing. And that's all he's doing. And he, if he's man enough, man, man enough to go, hey, I uh, uh, maybe didn't handle this right or whatever, that's all you can expect from anybody. Just like us with this show. It's like, you know, we could be wrong about something, but we don't know. You know, th- th- there's this weird... Uh, Rule that, of course, that doesn't get applied to the other side. But if if they even feel you don't have to identify as this, if they if they identify you as yeah, yeah, yeah. conservative or yeah. just anti DNC talking points, then then you're the villain, and that but, is ridiculous. And, and I'd like to it's say anti intellectual. I'd like to say this too. Like you know, um, I I find super liberal uh, uh, leaning men, yeah, without being insulting anybody. Um, it's kind of an, an effeminate stance. Sure, it's like being a male feminist. It's, yeah, it, it's like, what it's are you, an, what's It's an, it's an effeminate yeah. stance. I, I remember once I was talking to this guy, um, and I was I had just come back from Texas, and I was telling him how much I enjoyed how, you know, how how much, how different it was from California. Yeah. You know, so, and just, you know, and he, he goes, I would never live in Texas. I, and I go, why? Because of their politics. I said, because of their politics? I said, what are you talking about? And he starts talking about abortion rights and I'm like you a faggot or something like like you, you you're not gonna move to an awesome place with no income taxes because of what chicks can do with their vaginas yeah. what the fuck does that have to do with you that's an effeminate stance to take in your fucking politics uh, pe- people that are always willing to if your politics are surrounded by like basically giving handouts and handouts don't help anyone a handout cripples it, it's the, it's funny because the same people their politics change when it's a, a a national political opinion and it's right. their personal interactions with family and friends. Right. So personal interactions with family and friends, they'll tell you, hey, man, you need to stop giving that chick money and let her get a job. Like, say you got kids, but you're with a chick. Yeah. So you have family members who vote Democrat, who mm-hmm. voted for Joe Biden, telling you, 
hey man, you need to make that chick get a job, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know she ain't gonna never do nothing if you keep, even though you got kids with her, yeah. hey, she ain't gonna do nothing for herself if you keep on giving her money. But I'm like, you vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. You, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, it's like even if you're thinking democratic values are your values, that shit is gay. I said, uh, but 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 even if you think that, I remember, you know, I was living here, so were you during the COVID shit. It, that mayor is now they're talking about him being uh, uh, or governor or whatever Newsom uh, uh, as, as oh he's going to run for president it's like anybody who lived in this town with in, who is just being honest to themselves knows that they didn't like his policies California even has, believed half the bullshit California leads the country in major cities with a staggering homelessness problem dude the rest Gavin of the country, Newsom isn't dude, yeah they, you know why poor people like Gavin Newsom. Because Gavin Newsom didn't make anybody pay, didn't make, and this was a setup to put you in debt, because, to quote Louis Farrakhan, debt is slavery. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that's what income taxes are. That's slavery. That's, that's what that is. That's all slavery. I don't have a choice. If I don't have a choice, bro, it's slavery. Right. So, debt is slavery. So what he did was he told everybody, and this shit just stopped. I'm telling you, I promise you, it just stopped in the past six months. COVID had the most liberal, I mean, California had the most liberal liberal stance on COVID. And Gavin Newsom passed some shit to where, like, if you were a renter, you didn't have to pay your rent from, like, literally right. yeah. March 1st of 2020 until about five, six months ago. I swear to God. And I know some people who straight up tried to not do that. It's like, you're going to have to pay them at some point. I know a bunch point, of people you know, who did. Like, yeah. like, dude, I was, I was, shit was supposed to be getting paid in my name and didn't get paid. Yeah. It's, it's fucking insane. Like, so that, and you would think that's why people would like Donald Trump because there was money in the hood when Donald Trump was around. Donald Trump made sure that mm-hmm. like, cause he's that kind of guy. Like you can say whatever you want to him about him, but, but, but he's a winner. He's, he's for sure a winner. You got to cheat to beat him. Well, he's and what he's is for sure a winner. You don't, and everybody like Donald Trump. I won't say apprentice days Donald Trump because that's when he became like this different personality with the whole you're fired. Yeah. Whole, and I, and I, like, and oh, I, he's a rich yeah, asshole yeah, yeah, yeah. who fires people. But no, no, but previously yeah, yeah. to that, like I remember, I remember, let me tell how old I am, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start calling you. Uh, please, I was, please don't. I remember... <laughs> In the 80s. I'm going to come in wearing a beard if you do that. Staying the night at my aunt, with my aunt and uncle and my grandma and everybody and all yeah. that different shit. And I remember standing at my uncle. My uncle Mo had a, they had a water bed. My aunt and uncle Mo had a water bed. There. I always wanted one of those. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. I, I've had people say that I want to be on a water bed. I said, it ain't all that. We grew up with that shit. Yeah, yeah. But they had, I remember they had a water bed in their room. I'll never forget. It was like the middle bedroom in my grandma's house. And they were saving up to get a house and move and all that shit. And my uncle Mo pulled out a Time magazine. And my uncle Flubby, who passed away on his on his bike, he, he was there too. That's a great name, by the way. Yeah, and and, and he, he he they pulled out a Time magazine. They showed me Donald Trump, mm. and they said they they pointed at some other famous person on the book. He said, "See this guy? Yeah, he's a multimillionaire." Mm-hmm. He said, "Hey, see this man right here? That's Donald Trump. Mm. Yeah, he's a multi-billionaire." And that's what you want to be. And he flips through and he shows me like this solid gold toilet that he shits on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this was like 1986, 87. Yeah. And so ever since then, I realized that, because it's, it's, it's a very well-known fact in the black community that black people, especially black people like my mom's age, no matter what a person does, or how fucked up they are, they'll go, hey, man, he made his money. That's their whole thing. <laughs> hey, as long as he made his money, it don't yeah. matter. Hey, he made his money. What yeah. you want to do? I talk shit about Tyler Perry wearing a dress. He mm-hmm. made his money. 
like, hey, he made, because we were so downtrodden, like we were so pushed back so far. Whenever one of us makes some money, it's like we all make money. Sure, sure. So, so that's the, I know that's where they're coming from with that, but but that's what it was. It's like, hey, man, he made his money, and that's their excuse for everything. Hmm. They're still trying to excuse Bill Cosby. I draw the line at skin beefs. You can get accused of something, and I won't draw the line on you. Motherfucker got to prove to me, not a court of law, not a jury of your peers. Because let me tell you something, somebody stupid enough to show up for jury duty is not a peer of mine. So I don't care what the fuck they decided. They're idiots. They, they really are. But once I'm convinced that you did some weird sex shit, everybody's got their proclivities, but you, 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 can't, you can't drug and fuck chicks. I grew up on the Cosby Show. That's where that's where the line is. I, I grew up on the Cosby Show. Yeah. Bill, Bill Cosby was a personal hero of my, my my entire life. Yeah, because he had this whole thing about him where he wanted. I realized as an adult way before this shit happened with him that he was basically telling us not to act like niggas. That's what he was saying to us. Mm-hmm. And so Jake's my guy. He's used to me talking like that. For anybody who has anything to say, Jake is used to this shit coming from me. But but he was basically telling black people to stop acting like niggas. And, and, and what he was doing was he was letting us know that basically the images of success was doing your best impression of living the way successful white people live. I swear, that's what you get from them. Like, do what they're doing. But like, like basically, you know, think white. Like with that line from Jack Nicholson from uh, As Good As It Gets. Think white and get serious. Like, that, that's Bill Cosby's whole thing. He was telling us not to act like niggas in front of white people because he's an old black man. And that's the thing old black men say. Stop acting like niggas in front of white people. Mm-hmm. Pull your pants up, please. He was on that shit. He was just right. so fucked up about it that when everything came out about the sex shit, mm-hmm. everybody jumped on it because he had just rubbed everybody the wrong way. And I wanted to believe in him. I believed in him until I just couldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. There was just too many. Don't get me wrong. I know. I know shit can be uh, adulterated. And news can be made fake, and people can get paid to say certain shit. But it's like mm-hmm. at a certain point, fifty chicks aren't saying you raped them and you didn't rape not one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's weird because I I remember at the height of the Me Too shit, <laughs> most of the people that I or at least early on, most of the things other than Weinstein, other than Epstein, the connections, all that stuff. It never felt to me in the media sphere that Me Too was about legitimate cases. It was no. a, it was a lot of shit of like uh, it was an op. Uh, yeah, it was an op. And was also an op. with with Cosby, it's like there's people doing much worse shit. Oh, dude, dude. So the why Epstein Cosby? Shit. Why uh, because even Spacey? There's certain ones where it's dude. like it felt like these got thrown under the bus because those they pissed are, somebody off or are, something like that. Those are the you know? scapegoats. Doesn't slash, mean they didn't do it, by the way. Those uh, are the scapegoats. See, whenever yeah. you have a big fuck up going on, yeah. And you need to start uh, compartmentalizing and managing your fuck up. The first thing you need to do is get a scapegoat or a sacrificial lamb, okay? And if you can't obtain those animals anywhere, you got to start making up shit. Yeah. But so what? What happens is whenever you see a guy like Cosby getting persecuted in the news about this, 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 so much of that is going to be real. So much of that is going to be the op, yeah. because. It's a false flag to distract you from the fact that Jeffrey Epstein was a CIA agent who was running a giant honeypot, mm-hmm. and that's all it was about. That's why he was he was un he was basically unprosecutable 
because he was a CIA asset, like right. George Herbert Walker Bush was before he ever got involved in official government. Like, that's just the truth of the matter. He was a CIA asset, exactly. and his job, the reason why he was given, because let me tell you something. You know what's not hard to get? What? It's only hard to get for regular people a lot of money. Mm. A lot of money isn't hard to get for people who don't seem to have it. People involved in, in clandestine government inf- uh, shit, yeah. all the shit with the drugs and the, and the child fucking shit and this and this and this. These are all multi-billion dollar industries, yeah. right? And so they're pulling from that shit to pay the people. that They have assets that they need to gain intel that they want, and they're willing to give that asset who's a fucking pervert, chomo, tree jumper, they're willing to go kidnap in the network, a little six or seven year old kid to let this weirdo fuck him because that's what he needs to do the job for you. Yeah. That's part of it. But also, it was literally, it's like, hey man, we got to get everybody up high in a compromising position. So, whether we need videos of guys cheating on their wives, whether we need videos of guys having sex with underage women, whether we need videos of guys fucking having gay sex, whatever we need, we need it as ammo, and then we can do whatever we want because certain levels of that shit need to be able to move with carte blanche. The real CIA, not the office you can go to, the real CIA, those people, they need money coming from everywhere because money has to go out and they have to move without impedance. Mm -hmm. And that's where somebody like Epstein comes in. There's no way that out in the open, because it's always out in the open, that you could run a child sex trafficking ring and have rich people showing up to an island with underage runaways and having sex with them. There's no way that just happens, and everybody knows about it, but nobody does anything. You, exactly. That's all. Okay, where I'm from, that's always a, a clear indication. When you see a guy selling drugs with impunity and moving how he wants to, mm-hmm. after a while, and he's never been arrested or nothing happens, after a while you go, okay, he has an end with, yeah. he has an end with the people that are supposed to be stopping this. Well, in the the rumors, uh, uh, I mean, WikiLeaks was the first big thing that opened a lot of this shit. But the rumors about there being islands or massive operations with with kids has been going around for a long time. And uh, to me, when stuff pops up in Hollywood films, for example, it's not indicative technically that it's true. But uh, there's a way to put things in art form and truths that uh, can only be revealed in fiction, especially with literature, but especially with films as well. And I've seen stuff like that. Like, uh, like to me, I'm sorry, but like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Like, very clear adrenochrome sequence and shit like that. I stomped him and pull all his teeth out. I remember thinking, Jesus, what a terrible thing to lay on somebody with a head full of acid. Where'd you get this? Never mind, it's absolutely pure. What kind of monster client have you hooked up with this time? Satanism freak. I think there's only one source for this stuff. The uh, adrenaline gland from a living human body. I know. The guy didn't have any cash to pay me. He offered me human blood, said it would take me higher than I'd ever been in my life. Well, he was kidding. Oh, I told him I'd just as soon have an ounce of so pure adrenochrome. Or maybe just a fresh adrenaline gland to chew on. I could already feel the stuff working on me. The first wave felt like a combination of mescaline and methadrine. Maybe I should take a swim, I thought. Yes, sir. They nailed this guy for child molesting. He swore he didn't do it. 
Why should I fuck with children, he said. They're too small. Christ, what could I say? Even a goddamn werewolf is entitled to legal counsel. Didn't dare to turn the creep down. Might have picked up a letter opener and gone off to my... pineal You know? Yeah. Crazy. Why not? We should get some of that. Just eat a big handful and see what happens. Some of what? <laughs> Extract of pineal. You sure that's a good idea? One whiff of that stuff will turn you into some kind of a goddamn medical exemption. Beautiful fucking tits! took too much, man. You took too much, too much. Don't try and fight it. You'll get brain bubbles, strokes, aneurysms. You'll just wither up and die. And continue killing Allow the last hopes for peace and freedom of millions of people to be suffocated. So tonight, to you. Brave, silent, majority. Dude, I I know the guy who in the Bay who was Hunter S. Thompson's weed man until the day he died. Now that's a gig. That's a movie right there. It was Puck. No way. Of course. That's awesome. Puck, watch this. I've been trying to reach you for months. I know you're doing this weird Kerouac thing. I got a bunch of land in the desert you can stay on. Somebody tag Puck in this and put him on. I've, I've, ca- I've called him on other fucking podcasts. I haven't I seen him. On something. I haven't oh, seen yeah. him since he left my house in his van. Uh, he was all pissy about some shit, but he was he was getting high, and I can't have that like that. Like, yeah, yeah. look, you got to be able to control your shit. He, he talk. I, I'll, I'll say this because he talks about it openly, but. If you do drugs that I don't do, you got to be able to control your shit. And he just, when he does certain shit, he becomes like this weird hermit hoarder <laughs> in, a, in a van. Yeah, yeah. He does his whole, and I love him. So I would let him come over, take a shower, I'd feed him and let him park his fucking van. Mm-hmm. And it just whatever. And we'd go out and hang out with fucking, but I, I miss the guy. He's a really good friend of mine. I can't mm-hmm. fucking find him. And yeah. then 
I'd lost the phone and something happened and, and with Verizon I had to get a different number. Yeah. And so we didn't so I didn't have his shit. I've been hitting him up. So anybody that knows David Puck Rainy Puck, you dick, hit me up. From the real world. Yeah, Puck. Puck. OG Reality Puck. Show. OG Puck Rainy. Los. It's my boy. He was my cellmate in the county jail. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. If we ever, if we ever, if we ever get in touch with him, and he'd be a fun one to have on the show. No, he's man. pissing me off because I think he got mad because he was coming around. Dude, I was going through it. Man, my old lady had split and mm-hmm. shit going on with custody shit with the kids. And I was super stressed out when me and him was hanging out the last time. And it was just I couldn't have his level of fuckery he had going on. He was getting way too high. But I, I tell you like this: when somebody's cleaning out their car and they go, "Hey, you want some PCP?" It's time. <laughs> it's time for us to rethink how we hang out. Yeah, like, yeah. like you, my you, my guy until yeah. he died. But so I kind of like he was, he was just doing hard drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I could, you know. Well, I get, it. and also people go through different seasons. I'm of a like, weed guy, right? No, I'm a same, weed same. Guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he, he was, yeah, yeah. He's he's my guy though. I I can't wait to fucking find him. Yeah. Uh, I want him to grow a bunch of shit on my fucking land. He's that kind of guy. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah. bro, I got 10 acres. You want to pull up on your van? And just, you can just stay here indefinitely. And I bet he knows how to get some really good cannabis seeds. Dude, I, guess, you, you, so. he's, he's one of the guys who created Skywalker in Lake Tahoe. He's one of the hands that created these strains. Skizzle Wizard. And when somebody hears this, they're going to know man. I'm telling the fucking truth because that's what they called it at first. And Skywalker, oh, geez, like the good because that's the problem with now the weed Lake markets. Lake Tahoe, that's where it, it came from. It's hard to get like... Uh, Especially with these designer dispensaries, it's hard to get like the traditional strains from like like '90s weed. But that's the best shit, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Like Skywalker OG, fucking uh, good green crack. Like, there's a lot of shit that's just hard to like. And this is an avid, you know, uh, consumer of the products. I'm just saying, like, it's not, you know, it's. No, uh, I get it. I get it. I get it completely. But uh, let's get back a little bit to yes. the Peru alien shit. Okay. Uh, just because we don't have to spend too much time on it. More the, the larger alien shit in the midst of all this stuff. Okay. Uh, when anything gets blown up, because you had the thing in Vegas, what was that, a month or two ago? I'm so nervous right now. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone thought of shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. Hey, what's up? Who called? Did you see it? Yeah, me and him side. What'd you see? It was like a... Big creature? Yeah, like a long time top. I'm not gonna BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you yeah, see anything land in your backyard? Or? Did you see like a big, uh, like a big something with light? Can we go that side? Yeah, yeah, we can go back. Please, can you check because these kids are not gonna let me sleep tonight. Oh yeah, I bet. I don't believe in it, you know, but. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. I got scared, like you. I, you guys don't. I mean, you guys no. seem legit scared, so I don't blame you. Listening to their stories, like I'm back there with like chills on my arms, yeah, like yeah. it's creepy. You guys got me chills. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird, bro. Just, just the fact that our partner saw something at the same exact time. Uh, where you know the uh, uh, there's a Mexican American family and they're like, hey, we saw this uh, you know alien creature or whatever. We recorded it. Uh, the footage stops when the police go into the backyard, and that's the viral footage of the police officer being like, well, normally I'd kind of think you're crazy or something, but uh, you know my uh, uh, my my the police's partner, he's like, he, he saw something fly out of the sky, and there's this weird orb in the sky or whatever. Now, from what I've researched, I know that the 97 Phoenix Lights was probably a government thing. Now the grand finale. This is some scary shit. In March 1997, an event known as the Phoenix Lights became the most infamous UFO sighting in history. A mile-wide vessel, clearly not man-made, flew slowly and silently over the state of Arizona and was witnessed by 10,000 people, including the governor 
of Arizona. To date, there has been no reasonable explanation. But for every witness interviewed, the craft was as real as anything they'd ever seen. Their lives were transformed. They now believe that we truly are not alone. However, there is another truth, for I know what they really saw. 1986, while stationed at an underground installation near Boulder, Colorado, I was introduced to Project Skybeam by Lieutenant General Andrew Garris. I was then led down a corridor and into a large hangar where a stealth bomber hovered only 20 feet above me. I stood there confused, and Garris looked over me and smiled and asked if I was certain of what I was seeing. I replied, of course. What else could it be? I was then shocked to find out that this wasn't a real craft. It was a projected hologram. Since the early 1950s, scientists had been developing holographic technology. And over the years, improved it to a state that we can only imagine. So I stood there staring at the bomber, which looked so absolutely real and solid that I could reach up and touch it. I contemplated the possibilities. What if this projection was a thousand feet up in the sky? How would anyone know that that was an illusion? The Phoenix Lights craft, witnessed by 10,000 people, was the first grand-scale sky beam test upon the public. It succeeded beyond expectations. Um, I've heard that from a few different sources where that, that, that was like, a, that was something that was man-made and that was a thing. So when the Vegas thing happened recently, and I knew, you know, we're all thinking about, is this Project Blue Beam? Is this stage? Even if there's real creatures or entities or whatever the thing are, are they a government experiment? Are they actually aliens? Are they demons? Whatever the fuck they are. But now you have this thing. So I'm of two minds where I'm like, this could very well be planned little, uh, you know, almost like in Sherlock Holmes, you know, it's like there's all these events around the world that they're trying to stage the world for it. Or is this a legitimate case uh, like the Vargan Hub Brazil incident, uh, which happened in the 90s as well, where uh, it seems like there was actually some kind of creature, whether it's alien or just some biological thing we haven't encountered before that they encountered. There's the three girls that saw it or whatever. Uh, there's a guy going around, I forget his name, on the podcast now talking about it. So I have a lot of different opinions, but I've always been drawn to there is something, as much as I think there's lies and psych psyops, uh, I, there, there is something real that is what we call alien. Whether it's really alien or extraterrestrial is an entirely different discussion, but I believe that 100%. Uh, I, that's why I, I'm, I'm careful to say what they are, because it's like, it's like the UFOs themselves. Some of them seem to be man-made or reverse-engineered. Some of them definitely seem to be paranormal, supernatural. So I, I have a similar vibe about the aliens where I think... You know, there, there's probably been a lot of stage shit. They want us to believe in aliens for whatever reason, uh, but but what's the end game? You know, um, so okay. it's tough. It's I, tough I, to make sense of it. I, you know? I'm of the opinion. I've heard my flat Earther thing. I'm of the of the opinion that everything is kind of contained in, and that what we call outer space is literally outer, like mm -hmm. laterally. There is no up beyond the up. Yeah. I think that all the different things we see in the sky are just lights in the sky. Yeah. They could be some kind of map or code or calendar, whatever the fuck it is. It's definitely definitely not places that you could board a ship and fly to. Sure. I don't think that the moon is something you can land on. I don't think that they are completely truthful about how far away these different celestial lights and, and bodies are in, the, in our sky. Uh, I'm of the belief that the Earth is flat. 
and that there is a, a ring of ice or, or land or whatever just kind of encompassing our continent, our continents and shit. And I think that that pattern repeats itself indefinitely along a plane. Mm. And I've been up really, really high before in private jets and shit. And, and all kind of, I've talked to pilots. I've done all that shit. And like, they're called your senses for a reason. You know what I mean? So it's like, if somebody tells you you're, you're on this weird round ball and it's spinning at a thousand miles an hour and then it's moving around like a 60 something thousand miles an hour and then that entire shit you're in is hurtling through nothingness and this nothingness was, all, it all came from some explosion. And that's fucking ridiculous. That's pimp talk. That's like just telling me anything and I'm going to go for it, go stand outside and sell my body and give you the money. That's ridiculous. That I means just ridiculous. Usually... There's a saying in science, it's like the simplest answer is usually the correct one. And that's just how it is. If the earth seems flat and not moving, it's because it is, and it's not. I see what you're saying. It just, it just is. The whole ball, sphere, gravity, it, it seems like we're just in different levels of water, and there's just different levels of fucking density and buoyancy. That's how it seems to me. I've been seeing a lot of... Everybody who records shit down at the, at the bottom of certain trenches or deep enough in the ocean... A couple of times they've 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 come back with like a footage of water under the water. Like there's a there's a lake. If you see you, I've sent you stuff like that to you. I've sent you shit like that, where the guy is showing you yeah. a, basically a river running at the bottom of a body of water through a river bed, a physical terra firma live river mm -hmm. bed. And Similarly to the oceans that meet, there but, are two different. But it's types under the water. water. Yeah. It's a separate density level of water True. because it's moving on its own separate from what you're in. Yeah. You put your hands down. Everybody that records this shit disappears and dies immediately. You got, I'm going to send you some more shit. Every guy who's tried to make it a thing, they don't talk no more. They're gone. And, mm. people, and then people play it out like it's camera tricks, bro. I just think there's different levels. Genesis in the Old Testament was taken from and was taken from and was taken from and it probably goes back to Mesopotamia and Samaria. But it was all taken from and taken from and taken from. And I just think it's just like the same story and truth being told for ears that can hear it. There's for sure a top to all this. And 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 it being a ball that's spinning is is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Don't get me wrong, there's a there's a field that that, that gets created when with centrifugal force yeah. that'll hold something in the middle of it. That's true. But the whole sphere thing and in the spherical moon within our atmosphere, but it's not turning at all. You're the same face of the moon every night. The moon don't turn, but it's a ball and it's within our atmosphere. It's being affected by gravity, yeah. but it's stable. So, so basically, Earth is a fucking fastball and the moon is a knuckleball and it's just not moving. It's just... Just going around the earth, just not mm -hmm. fucking spinning around. That's ridiculous. And the fact yeah. that people accept it is ridiculous. There's a lot of weird things like that with the moon. Like uh, the, the I, I, I probably have to double check it again, but I, I've seen it enough from different sources that I'm pretty sure this is accurate, but they'll, they'll fade in uh, aspects of the, ma of the map of earth. I've seen that. Uh, I sent with, that to you. Yeah, you might actually send I'm, it to me. Bro, with I, the, send you, I send Jacob a thousand reels per day. 
does. So usually when he's saying something that he saw on Instagram, I promise you it's about a 98% probability that it's something well, I Well, I have my own feed, too, <laughs> <laughs> but, but No, no, no. No, I, yeah, you send me a lot I of I send stuff. him so yeah. and it is, It's not all good. I just send him shit nonstop. Yeah. He doesn't complain because he's a good guy. It's that, normally it, good. I, I very rarely do I go like, uh, oh, not at all. Like, I always think... Because uh, you have to, if you want to get to truth, especially with these kinds of complex subjects. Like for me, for example, I couldn't, in a debate, win one way or another, pro or against flat Earth. Because one, I think we all have different minds. I'm not a mind who I'm a visual thinker, but I, I've not spent really a lot of time thinking about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So those are the kinds of things where I go, I just take a baby step. So mm-hmm. that's why I say there's a lot we agree on with it. Where you, like you, even this recent video <laughs> of this dude, I cut you off, but you take the what about? This video of this recent dude, don't lose that. Yeah. You take the what about Bob approach, baby step to the elevator. Yeah, baby step absolutely. To the elevator. <laughs> absolutely. Not always. There's stuff I'll, I'll jump for, for sure. But uh, it's for me, it's just I haven't seen enough for it all to coalesce and go, it's confirmed. I've seen a lot in favor of it that I agree with and I think are good points. But it's, it's more of like that for me. And like I said, maybe it could be... Uh, you know, throwing out a tertiary option. Maybe it's a more mystical answer where it's like, you know, like Sam Tripoli said, it's like a realm. It's like, uh, you know, uh, maybe the matrix, the world, everything is like uh, almost like dreams. Like it just kind of mm-hmm. appears or whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying like there's there's a million different ways of what it could could be if it's not the standard. Um, but 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 in favor of the flat earth argument, I've seen a lot of recent stuff, especially uh, this one. I don't know. I don't think he did send me, but I, f- I came across this one where this guy is doing uh, on Google Earth. He'll he'll measure. You know, like all of North America, the like area the, the of area of it. Yeah, yeah. He did the area. I sent you that. Oh, he did oh, the so area of okay, Antarctica, okay. and when he hit the button on Google Map, it's just it the came out like yeah, yeah, a crescent. Yeah. Uh, well, I think because you know why? Because yeah. you can't get a machine to lie. You can feed a computer bad information so that it gives you this answer, but you can't get it to lie. Right, I see what you're saying. If there's no programming saying, oh, when this pops up, do this and make it this, sure. if that doesn't exist, it, it'll give you the absolute truth. And I promise you, the more viral that reel becomes, uh, Google will go in and change something and make it so it doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. But it coincides with what I already thought. It's the shit we see in movies where, like, you know, the heroes, the protagonists and shit, they walk forever. Mm-hmm. And... and and when they get to the end of their world, like there's a big giant wall of earth or ice or some kind of a gate passage, and it takes them on to like another level of the world. They never like tip around the side and they're on this ball. And Magellan circumnavigating the globe doesn't prove that it's 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 round. It just proves that you sailed in a circle around the continents. Right. It right. doesn't make the Earth a orb sure. or a sphere. That's ridiculous. I know I'm gonna get a lot of shit for being a flat earther, and it's fine because. I learned from white guys to play the long game. So you're going to find out eventually that I was right, just like with that fucking COVID jab you took, and then you're going to suck my dick. You could suck it slow. You could suck all my dicks at once because I have more than one. You there was could a suck, guy, you could you suck so dude? many of my dicks. Huh? There was a guy recently popped up on something. He was like, uh, uh, he was born with two dicks, and so he like made a career, I guess, in porn or sex work or something, but they I've were interviewing that. him. Yeah, yeah. That guy. And, like, and, and one of them's shit. huge. Like, one of them's regular, like, but one of them's huge. Like, like, dude, what the fuck? But but what else do you do? I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm that's, a father. I've watched my kids be born. Th- that's God basically saying you 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 have to do... Dude, it's like a I've, girl being born I've with three boobs. I saw the porn he you know was I mean? in. Yeah, yeah. I'm a father. If my son is born with the two schlongs, hey, man, 
I'm not the guy that's going to tell they the doctor work. to cut one of them off. If they're both fucking functional, he'll just, you know, spend the rest of his life winning bar bets. It's cool. If that's his business. But but I'm not going to, like, you know, it, yeah, nah, I, you, you always take me to a weird place with that. Yeah, yeah, you, that was you, me. You, you take me you're, to you're the one who brought up dick sucking. Play back the tape, okay? Yeah, but you're the <laughs> one that talks about my guy with two schlongs. I didn't do that. That's interesting. I don't have two schlongs. Do you, have two, said, you know anybody? I, have I, you ever met anybody no, with I two schlongs? I just said that when the truth comes about, up out the earth, yeah, yeah, yeah. people are going to suck all my dicks. That's all I said. And, and, implying and, you had plural, which is why I, I remember They're going to suck so many of my dicks. And, all right, and, let's, and, let's, no, let's okay, get to... I'll get off that. All right, let's bring it back to the PG stuff. But no, fuck that. But people... No, but here's my thing. I don't think anybody will apologize to me when, if, during their lifetime, they say, oh, shit. It kind of like, it becomes mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, it really is. Nobody's going to apologize to me because nobody apologized for the COVID shit. Mm-hmm. They all just act like it didn't happen. Yeah. I've been unwelcomed. My, my grandmother had like a 92nd birthday or something. Mm-hmm. And they were planning it as a drive-by and only family members that got vaccinated could come. Yeah, yep. like bro, that's the gayest shit ever. Like my father went off about me how I didn't care about my elderly parents because I'm coming around and not getting this shot. And I'm like, dude, are you? I was, dude, I've been, I was in the Marine Corps, I was in maximum security prison. Yeah, I know bullshit when I smell it. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Well, and you know, I love, especially if any of them see us. I mean, I want my family to know I love them, and like, I politics should never be something that divides families. That's what I hated about COVID and shit. Uh, As, uh, you know, I do respect, you know, even if I disagree with your opinion on stuff, like, oh, I see why you did that. Uh, you know, my parents uh, got vaccinated because for them, they were like, well, you know, we, we, we meet these these qualifications of like, we're at a high risk. So I get at the time, the pressure and the arguments. We're at a high risk but, for a disease that nobody died from. So we're going to go take yeah, a fucking yeah. shot that nobody's well, fucking and, tested well, and now it's coming to save out, us from it. Now it's coming out, like you said, guys like us have been aware of it, but now it's coming out in more massive data sets uh, showing that you know, myocarditis, the, the new straight up lie, nobody who, who has gotten COVID or, or, or at least anything I've seen uh, can develop myocarditis from it. They can only get it from the vaccines. And like you're saying, like the lethality is way higher in the vaccines compared to COVID. the actual disease. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was talking because somebody commented on the Rockfin channel and I appreciate it and I get where they're coming from. I, I'm not really somebody who thinks that COVID uh, uh, didn't exist entirely. I think it is, uh, uh, you know, because we've looked at that stuff where it's like, oh, like the flu and death rates seem to match up the COVID numbers. But I think that COVID uh, still was a biologically adapted, uh, experimented upon uh, uh, pathogen uh, that it, that was a type of coronavirus. Um, be, and the only reason I'm, I'm well, not the no, only reason, but, but one of the primary reasons is because I've gotten sick many times in my life. Uh, and, and, and when I would get COVID, it was always way, way worse on every fucking level. And the last time I got it, I literally couldn't move for like 72 hours every joint hurt really really bad i'm not even saying they were all the same but as far as life experiences it it definitely feels as if something was released but i know there are a lot of people who are like oh it's all bullshit i I just don't buy into that personally at this point where where i am with it but do you think like they like like it exists like covid19 is like as far as like it's uh you know it's something was released from the lab because i do i don't i don't think it was just like nothing happened and I, it's all all media so it's it, a combination i think it's something that was released from the lab but i think that nobody died of it they died with it oh well sure yeah um, as far I, as the the, the mass and, and i think that the i'm number, sure old people the, the sick numbers and dying, were manipulated go the yeah. same amount of people died from flu the year before i think the numbers were manipulated i don't think anybody actually died with it um i didn't start believing that until uh this girl i was cool with 
it was just like we were cool. It was just conversationally. We never yeah. like hooked up or nothing. She was, and I always respect my my relationships with women more when it's not a sexual relationship. We just kind of met each other on the fly, and it's all just conversation. Nobody's trying to fuck anybody. Nobody's trying to get over on nobody. That type of shit. Yeah. And I remember her telling me like, um, her uncle died at the table uh, at Thanksgiving dinner. I think I might have told this on the podcast before, but her uncle died in front of the family at Thanksgiving dinner. They had one of those ill-advised family Thanksgivings during COVID. The uncle died of a massive coronary. Died before the ambulance got there. Yeah. Dead, facing the mashed potatoes. His death certificate said COVID. Because he had tested positive for COVID like within a month of his death. Yeah. His death certificate said COVID, so he was one of those numbers that was on the ticker if you watched the fucked up ass uh, liberal-owned news or even the fucking... Uh, Conservative news, because oh, yeah, Fox at the was top, doing it too. At the top, yeah. it's the same group of people, yeah. and and the division is is false and creative. Yeah. So don't don't ever think like oh Fox News and it's just sad to me. It's a sad day that Fox News has become the voice of reason because they used to just be so crazy. But it's all the at the end of the day, it's all the same people, yeah. and they're just giving us this fake division so we can go back and forth. And while we're going back and forth, they're literally fucking the world. Well, that's why I like that scene in Mr. Robot. In the first episode, they talk about, uh, you know, I gotta watch if, if the options are Coke or Pepsi or uh, okay. uh, Blue Shield or Blue Cross, you know, he gives all these these binary options that we get, and that's what we have in America and the world, where it's the it's the illusion of choice, it's the illusion of freedom, it's the and yet behind the scenes. And I want to be clear here because people, I think, when they don't believe these things hear people like us talking and they think, oh, you think everybody in the world's in on it. It's like so many people could be in pivotal positions and they're immoral or only care about the money or are too stupid to really catch what's going on, especially everybody trained in these public school plus university plus corporations in their whole lives. Those aren't all bad people or dumb people, but if you get trained, you know, you're training a monkey long enough, at some point they're not going to ask any questions. Hey, Matt, the, and, the, the more um, conventional... Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we would consider it um, not secondary. What's the word? Like, 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 like post grad. Like, what, what would we call that? Like, there's an actual. I'm, I'm, I'm losing it. But those people that have those educations, the further they go, it's kind of like the less I respect their intelligence. I mean, and then it becomes like a thing where like you were just running a race and finished it to get a medal. You know what I mean? Because mm, you're yeah. completely indoctrinated at a certain point. Um, yeah, it depends what you're what you're studying in, but even with like scientists and doctor types, actually are a really good example. Where uh, you know, if it's the right kind of person, they should be open minded no matter what. But if you bring up a, ask a certain question, uh, they're always the kind. Like even nowadays, even doctors I go to, I can tell it's just like yeah, I can have one doctor every time I go in. He's like, have you been vaccinated yet? <laughs> I see him once every six months. And he has nothing to do in any way, shape, or form with that. So part of it's that there's different specialists, and then there's the Rockefeller medical establishment telling what all the rules for, should be. So that's also the issue. But I think about, like, I, my, I never met him, but my, uh, my great-grandfather was a doctor in a hometown, and he could, you know, he's kind of known as, like, oh, he could kind of take care of anything because I think back then you were, uh, you were closer to your patients. You actually went to their house. You were a more, because you had to be a more comprehensive medical specialist. Nowadays, you have all these people, everything's compartmentalized, just like the intelligence community all, all, and all this shit. The right hand just, can't know what the right hand is Yeah, doing. you can only look in the box, and then if you dare to question the authority, it's like, you shouldn't have centralized medicine, shouldn't have centralized education, shouldn't have centralized government. 
Why? Because well, it's fine if you have it as like a free thing, but if you force it on everybody and like they did with medicine, basically, oh, uh, they got rid of rid of homeopathic medicine. Started, uh, you know, and they've done this continually uh, uh, in the second half of the right. 20th century with cannabis, all these yeah, other things. A hundred you know? years ago, everybody's grandma knew knew where to go outside and what part of the woods. Yeah, folk medicine to go yeah. grab some shit and make you right. Exactly, and then she just went away, and the Rockefellers did that. Yep. And, and it's just crazy the way they did it because it's really proof that it only takes a generation to completely change all of history. Yep. So, so, so we're dealing with that, and it's funny because I only go to the doctors if I like get VD or something. So, I'll see give me the shot, doc. This time I'll take it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. See, you, I'll see you in six months. Like it's that type of thing. No, no, but but I, I can't deal with conventional doctors even for checkups. I don't really. I kind of go by how I feel. If I get injured, then I'll, I'll seek help. You know, because I'm, I'm coming up lame. But yeah. other than that, I don't, I don't even alone. Um, my grandpa was the same way. Because mm-hmm. that's just old school shit. Like I, like I said, I say it all the time, and I hope it becomes a tagline for me. But they're called your senses for a reason. And it's called sense. And I remember I'm saying everything in English, like the words are really something. Yeah. There, there's no obligatory words. Everything means something. It has a certain television programming all you know everything yeah it, it actually it means what it's saying and, and it kind of reminds me of what they say about the satanists is that they have to tell you what they're doing because sure. that reminds me of the english language so much because everything is so completely literal mm-hmm. but completely ignored the fact that it's called television programming radio programming sure what the fuck yeah, yeah. do you mean think about it yeah yeah well, partly the programming schedule, spelling. but absolutely also the, the the way it's been used you Bro, know because writing out uh, words is called spelling yeah yeah no, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, it's like with anything, it's like it can be used for good, it can be used for evil. I think things like language, especially narrative, podcasts, films, books, all can be, uh, it's the closest I think that, that we have to like real magic in my view of it is what you create or invent or whatever in your life. So it can be used for good or evil. And that's why I say the same thing about films. It's like you can have a film like nowadays where it's so much of it is just propaganda because it's telling you what you should believe, what you should think. Whereas a good film or a good documentary, a good podcast is asking you questions and forcing you to, to question what you believe. Same with comedy. Mm-hmm. I want somebody up there, even if I disagree with you, to show me why I'm wrong or show me the point where, where you win me over. You know, that's mm-hmm. the whole point of it. And it, it, I hate that nowadays about so much of Hollywood and the businesses. Like they don't care about... Uh, or, or even have the humility to actually ask a question in an honest sense and go like, "Hey, let's let's explore that idea," you know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's crazy shit, man. I, I was watching Doctor Sleep, of course. <laughs> Did we, can we get too too deep into Doctor Sleep yet on the show? I, I, I don't, not at all. Okay, no. so uh, well, this this made me think of it with the Peru alien incident, only in the sense of you know cattle mutilations, blood draining. All these interesting dark demonic shit. Uh, oftentimes, when you have like, if you compare alien shit nowadays that we call alien shit to like the Middle Ages, it would just been called demonic. I don't, I don't necessarily know if that means that everything alien is demonic, but there's a reason there's so many parallels there, uh, like sleep paralysis things and all kinds of experiences. And so, anyways, uh, it, it, it uh, made me think of the the movie Doctor Sleep because it just was this aha moment of like. You know, if the aliens are like anything what the Bible or any of the ancient religions believe, uh, especially the bad ones, uh, it's interesting that they're draining blood. And because, you know, that's what's going on uh, metaphorically with Dr. Sleep, but also uh, plenty of other films and conspiracies and historical practices of like, you know, drinking blood, all kinds of shit. Like people forget how ancient this is because they love to go, oh, that's that's a modern uh, you know, a conspiracy, you know, that the right made up. It's like, 
No, no, no. Like, you go back to Babylon, they did uh, human sacrifice. All, everything about magic, witchcraft, the Egyptians, the Greeks. Of, it's all based on uh, blood and shit. Yeah, well, the, the Greeks had the cult of Dionysus, which, of course, is the god of wine, but what they don't know is the wine of the gods was human blood. Oh, I can go and, and, uh, Body of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, and similarly with, like, the psychedelics they tripped on, they call it the food of the gods. And it, it, it's to me, there's something kind of, like, recognizable when I learned that, where I was like, that somehow makes sense in a deep way, like an ancient way. Because I, I don't know about you, but I, 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 I will learn stuff sometimes where I'm like, my soul knew this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's terrifying where you're like, yeah. wow, you know. Horrifying. And so so to me, it's like there's definitely the historical practice of it. It doesn't mean everybody's doing it all the time or everybody who claims to be a Wiccan or whatever is into this shit. But, no, a lot of them are fags. They don't do shit. But, but the history... Sit around playing Yeah, but the history of magic, the history of, uh, of, of you know, witchcraft, sorcery, uh, to become an immortal, you know, there's all these weird overlaps with like, uh, you know, just the vampire mythology. And it, that's what I found when I was digging into all this because... You know, I don't, I don't claim to watch, like, the fucking Twilight movies, but it was on one day, and it hit me, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, they're immortal. They drink blood. They have this glistening skin thing. It's all the same uh, identifiers that you get with vampires, with elves, with mm -hmm. the immortals, with the gods. Uh, and then when, it, when you go back and look at that stuff, all those cultures, the Greeks had the vampire myth. They also had a werewolf myth. And how did Lycan, King Lycan, get turned into a werewolf by Zeus? He, he, it was punishment for eating his son because he thought if he ate his son, Zeus would be happy. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it, it's all of these aha moments where you go, okay, even if this is crazy and I'm a good person, I would never do these things. There's something out there in the pathology of, of history that's saying that this is a thing, you know. I don't know. I mean, um, it's it's like all the different myth with the um, chimera and like the yeah. different shit with the you know the the, the human the, experimentation. That's you know? all. I think that's all literally based on a very, very, very advanced civilization that was kind of here out in the open. I, I think part of that is what gets thrown away in history. I, I wouldn't mind if we do a segment maybe next show on the world's fairs in the late 1800s and early 1900s. So much to get into Please. with that. Absolutely. Because I'm a huge Tartaria guy. Maybe uh, we'll do a little bit of background. I'd really like to do a technically fucking fly. Yeah. For for that. Uh, sure. A buddy of mine put me up on it. Uh, I got friends in high places, you know, um, for what I always did for a living. So every now and again, somebody who, who I befriended on a work level, you know, they become talent. Yeah. And then they're able to hire out my my company to go and do shit, yeah. and then and then we're hanging out professionally. So now now I'm getting paid to hang out with them. But I remember going to fucking San Francisco with my buddy Josh, artistically rich. Shout out artistically rich. But he used to point out Instagram at artistically rich. Y'all follow my boy. He's like a genius, and he's like one part of the uh, half of the uh, high end affair mm. with uh, the chef Nikki. Yeah, yeah, and she's, right. she's a tribe. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the shit. That's this, and she's the shit um, completely. Love and respect to them, uh, absolutely going both ways. But I remember that Josh showed me. Uh, we went to San Francisco, and I don't know why. It was one of those things. When my people call me, I go. Everybody that knows me, they, hey man, Khalil shows up. Yeah, yeah. Khalil shows the fuck up. You can't say he doesn't show up. He shows up. But for some reason, we were in San Francisco, and he kept pointing at the tops of all these different buildings and all these different little shit. And it's like none of that lines up with anything anybody's talked to me about. Mm -hmm. And if you look at, like, uh, hieroglyphs and ancient paintings and all that shit, the shapes of these things on top of the buildings, on top of these poles, they're likened to the things that the different Egyptians that were depicted in the hieroglyphs are, are, are holding in their hands and yeah. different shit. And it's just, and then when you think about that and all the stuff with Tesla, Nikola Tesla, like, obviously, access to electricity was free, abundant, and no 
Absolutely. At some yeah. point in what we would call contemporary history, at some point in the past 150, 200 years, there's an entire civilization that I don't know who, but somebody on the North American continent and actually all over the world because there's no traces of it when you look at it. But but also, we're being taught here. Maybe if we were taught abroad, we would learn something else. Yeah. But uh, Tartaria was an actual place and an actual group of people. And it was all over the world on, on every map prior to a certain point. And then it's just like gone and nobody mm-hmm. talks about it. And I'm of the opinion that there were these really advanced people. I don't know where they were from. I don't know what they looked like. I know they were human. They were people. And they, they lived all over the world, the Americas included, and, and I think that they set their cities and, 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 and urban centers up around these certain points on the earth. It was specifically meant to, I think they were the people who, who gave us the layout from other boards. I think that's why cities are built that way, because if you look at a city from the sky, it just looks like a fucking circuit board. It's the mm-hmm. same. It's, it's all about power. Right. And I, I think in a lot of myth that the term power, and everybody just takes it power, power. I think they're literally talking about electricity. Oh, yeah, the Egyptians. I've, I've seen enough about the Egyptian right. stuff. They definitely had power. Because they don't have, uh, what do you call it, uh, residue uh, right. residue from the torches. So they're like, well, they have to have this. And there's depictions of what looks like a light bulb. Right. with like, And they use the serpent for to represent power or energy. Right. I, I, I um, think in a lot of ancient sure. texts, when, when we're thinking that it's uh, um, paranormal or, 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 or mystical, I mm-hmm. think the term power that they're using, I think they're literally speaking of what we call electricity. Yeah, I mean, I think all all are in play. I think some kinds of magic or whatever you call it are like part of the psychodrama of human experience and manipulating that or trying to tap into whatever. And then I think there's yeah, probably you know like chemistry for example is like you know that knowledge. Uh, yeah. You know, alchemy. ancient ancient land of uh, Egypt was called chem. You know, yeah. that's where we get chemistry, chemistry alchemy, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting back to the North America thing, definitely. I think there's uh, uh, I, I'm of the point now where I'm not sure what it was called per se. Uh, but I think that uh, definitely the World's Fairs and the, the, the stuff that they show that uh, as being like, oh, this was built uh, in they two weeks. They built this kind in 18 thing. months and they yeah. tore it with, down with right plaster. after with plaster. And it was the most ornate and be- let me tell you yeah. something about building bullshit. Fountains, ma- the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Bullshit makeshift uh, uh, structures. You're not having millions of people pass through that. Yeah. That's going down. That's going to fall. And they had statues of like you know like like a Pony Express like Bro, horse the, like like really complex like that, that would take time like even if it was plaster. It looked you know like shit from Greece. Like you yeah, said, yeah. even if it was plaster, the time it would take you to make a mold to do that would have been forever. Like it, it was just everything was too extensive and too perfect and too detailed and, and very European looking. Like you have very, what, what looks very like what we would call European. Yeah, like. Greek-looking columns, Roman-looking, uh, very yeah, Roman all, looking. yeah, very Roman, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Where you're like, okay, th- there's there's something going on here. And then you know, America, especially, has so many things that Americans are like, like you don't know what we're standing on. Like there's yeah. so many like lost treasures, all kinds of stuff. In uh, like there's a town called Norumbega, which is supposed to have been part of Tartaria. And there's a, a postcard I found, and it's like supposed to be the last round tower of Norumbega. And that's interesting to me because round towers are normally a very not just European thing, but specifically a very British, very Irish thing. And uh, I just learned the other day as well that uh, uh, the navigator that Christopher Columbus hired was an Irish navigator. So, because I've been pursuing this I whole... I thought he was fucking Moorish. That's what I got. Or the guy on the Pinta. There well, maybe there, ships. Is, maybe there was another guy, too. I just know that... that from, uh, from what I hear, like 90% yeah. of all the crew on all three ships were Moorish, which they would have been right, right. for the time. Well, because the Moors went to Ireland, too. 
Oh, yeah, sure. that bro, yeah, yeah. bro, that's who the Druids... Okay, the Druids got their mysticism and everything they learned. That's actually like the Egyptian mysteries. The snake that was driven out of Ireland by St. Patrick right. yeah, was yeah. literally the cobra on the headdress of these black or Moorish peoples who had those the knowledge of that shit. They passed it on to the people we would call the Druids, and then at some point they were wiped out as a people. But I, I, and there's a whole thing about St. Patrick's Day with that. But he, I, I firmly believe that. Nobody stayed where they came from. Uh, well, yeah, people were traveling, for sure. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Western Europe wasn't even civilized until the people that were just from further down, the close to the equator, showed up. It was pretty fucked up. What they call the Dark Ages, if yeah. you really look at historically, it was really fucked up. Well, even if you were here a thousand years ago, uh, well, maybe 500, 600 years ago, uh, there was a lot of, there's like what the natives call the mound builders, and all throughout North and South America, mainstream archaeologists will say, oh, you built this thing that was impossible to build. Like, oh. no, it wasn't us, it was the giants, or the or, or they oh. just call them the builders. Uh, and so there's this whole uh, myth, but also archaeologically verified, like there was some builders that built these megaliths. So that was, that was thousands of years ago. In my opinion, from my research, I'm pretty convinced those were part of the Nephilim and Canaanite oh, tribes. And, I'm pretty, and, and pretty that's sure. something nobody ever thinks um, about. It. Like, if there yeah. were giants roaming the earth at the time, Mm-hmm. Those fucking stones getting carried for the pyramids ain't that big a deal. It yeah, ain't yeah, that impressive yeah. now if there was fucking yeah. 20 foot, 10, 15 foot men walking around. It ain't that big a deal. Just take a bunch of them and do it. Well, uh, when Moses was getting chased out in Exodus, uh, he's actually being chased by not only the Pharaoh and the Egyptian army, but one of the Amorite giants. Shit. Uh, which, which pissed me off because I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That never gets included in a, in a Hollywood yeah, they, movie. They, they, yeah, you know they, what I mean? They, uh, um, yeah. you, you didn't see Charlton Heston running from a yeah, fucking yeah. giant. And I, the giant thing for me always, I, I still to this day don't get why people have a hard time believing it because when they found uh, the, the hobbit skeletons that are like three foot, four foot high humanoids in Madagascar. <laughs> They're pygmies, brother. Or, or pygmies or whatever. Well, they called them hobbits in the article, okay? They're like, see, Lord of the Rings is real. You know, the whole thing. Uh, I don't know. Peter Dinklage is going to write me now. He's like, you I don't mean, like hobbits, you know? Okay, dude, we get it. I don't um, like when people don't address the fact that he's a dwarf. I don't have beef with him. I like him. I think he's an excellent actor. But I don't like whenever he plays a role where the fact that he is a little person isn't mentioned. Mention it. Yeah. Mention it. If I'm in a fucking movie and I'm the only black person there and it's all white people, at some point, the fact that I'm black needs to get mentioned. Or it's weird. <laughs> it's just if, weird. I guess if you're the only character, yeah, it would like, make sense. Dude, look, know? look, not mentioning that a midget is a midget in a movie is tantamount to a white person not mentioning that they have a black friend. It's, it's just wrong. Well, with casting, there's always been that element, too, of, like, even if you want to do some crazy role, like, there, you have to work with what you, what's believable, you know what I mean? Like, I can't just do a Scarlett Johansson role. That's not how it works. You know what I mean? You have to do what you... I'm, I'm joking. Uh, okay, what, you, what you're suited for, you know what I mean? And... And, and and that's where I get, like, because nowadays they're trying to make all this weird where it's like, oh, we're going to recast this or reshoot this movie as this. It's like, you don't have to do those games. Like, you just have to make, first of all, the story, ha- you have to make the story, you have to shoot the story so that the story gets told. We're not doing that anymore. And now we're trying to do, like, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's always just, it, it's some new, like, oh, see, we're, we're being woke in our movies. And it's just like, it, it, just tell them how it should be. Like, for example, Peter Dinklage getting mad about... Uh, uh, they're like, oh, uh, I, I don't know if it's confirmed or whatever, but they were showing like a, a cast photo of like the new uh, dwarves for the uh, <laughs> Snow White movie, live action. 
And uh, none of them were dwarves or even short people. They were just, they looked like, you know, people who would have been your roommates in college yeah. kind of thing. Just an assortment of people. They just Chinese shot them, they guy. shot them little in the shots. Yeah, 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 you know, a lesbian. You know, you got the whole crew there. And Peter Dinklage was like, yeah, you shouldn't use, use uh, whatever the, whatever the PC should have got seven terms. fucking midgets. Yeah, call exactly. Them, can we call them midgets? Midget is a tough word. I, honestly, I've been corrected no matter what word I've ever used. Midget. Because it's... it's Ain't no motherfucker three feet tall telling me what I'm going to call him. He's a midget. Well, I, I, I've been in places before where it's like, oh, no, dwarf is actually the, the, the correct term. And then I've been like, no, you're not supposed to say do? dwarf. That's the fairy tale version. I'm like, I don't care. Bro. I'm not trying to be mean. Just fucking like, Bro, pick no one and stick with no it. No matter what you call him, what the fuck's he going to do about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Well, and I respect the hell out of him as an actor. But when he said that, I was like, dude, come on, dude. You know, like, I, I get where he's coming that, from. That was but... like when the when the fucked up people, the, the the cripples, they all got mad because, hold on. When the cripples got mad because, uh... Malcolm's dad, uh, 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 come on, man, I do too many drugs. Heisenberg, Heisenberg, Heisenberg. Malcolm's dad, give me his name, real quick, I'm not, I know his name, I'm just, uh, I'm fucked up. Walter White, uh, Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston got given a lot of shit for playing a quadriplegic in a movie, because I, apparently, they were supposed to go through the headshots of all the other quadriplegic actors and find one. Yeah. Wait, the to, one with Kevin Hart? Yeah. Yeah. That so, was a good film. So basically, too. they yeah. were supposed to go find a pile of goo. <laughs> Who can't act. A pile of goo that can't act because he's actually a pile of yeah, yeah. You can't even make a. When I say shit like faggot, it ain't to be derogatory towards uh, uh, gay people. It's some cold gay, to, gay dudes out here that'll fuck you up. And they're not fag. A, fa- a fag is like, I want to take that word back. It, 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 you know what I mean? I'm not putting nobody down. It's, it has no, we're taking them all back. It has, it has nothing to do with sexuality. That's what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with who you fuck. But it's just like, it's like, it's like, it's like bitch shit. It's like, you yeah, fucking fag. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that is. That's exactly what that is. Like, it's acting. So how about we all just act? I'm going to go, perfect example, Tropic Thunder. No yeah. black person was offended by Robert Downey exactly. Jr. And if they were, I promise you, they voted for Joe Biden. Look, uh, people want to give me shit about uh, doing blackface in Tropic Thunder, and uh, can we can we cut the shit for a minute? Can we can we not all agree Tropic Thunder was one of the funniest talking films to come out um, this millennium? Okay, uh, so let me just say that first off, first off, okay, um, and secondly, it's obviously mocking. Um, what do you call it? Uh, it's, it's mocking the idea of an actor and the self-obsession of Hollywood and of acting itself. It was so meta, and you missed it entirely. I mean, if you're not laughing at Tropic Thunder, you're a fucking loser. Okay, I'm just going to say that right here now, okay? Tropic Thunder is fucking hilarious, okay? Even black people laugh at Tropic Thunder. Okay, let's be very, very clear about this, okay? It's a funny fucking movie, Okay. All right. No, that's settled. Um, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even when he's talked about it, and Jamie Foxx, he's like, no, we were loving it. It was hilarious. Because if you do things, same with comedy or movie or whatever, if you do it out of love, if you're coming from a good place, the problem is nowadays context gets removed, so it's just, no, you said the bad thing. It doesn't matter that that uh, everybody involved, uh, you know, it, it included some... It, not that it should, by the way. I've always been like that. Like, I shouldn't have to be... You know, it's almost if, like, every time I did a job, I'd be like, oh, don't worry, I have a Chinese friend. Oh, don't worry. You know, it's like you shouldn't have to do that shit. But it's nowadays, qualifier. people... It's yeah, yeah, qualifier. Qualify in every statement you make. Yeah, yeah, and it's just... Like, I refuse to do that. You don't have to like me. 
Well, it, it's like my buddies in college. Shout out to you guys. Like, we, you know, we we were all different races, and like that, that it didn't come up as a weird group. It's a weird group. You see what I did? Yeah, no, no, yeah. like we're all different race. Like you and I. You know, we're like Ebony and Ivory. You know, we're, we're like Frank Sinatra and fucking Stevie Wonder. Can't play the piano without us, man. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is it's not weird because there's only two of us. But there were, if there were eight of us in here and we were all a different race or nationality, oh, that, I see that would saying. be weird. Well, because that's the, now your central casting. That, that, would, be, yeah, that yeah. would be weird. No, I, and I don't like it. Whatever yeah. the harmony is, if, if it's more harmonious with this, then do it. If it's funny with that, then do it. Yeah. All the, the political correctness of, of everything, of we have to have this many people there, and, and the whole thing uh, that, that bit I sent you from Schneider saying how mm-hmm. like uh, American Airlines said they were hiring a bunch of pilots and then their focus was uh, diversity. Yeah, and it's like your focus isn't the best pilot. Yep. Whoa, that's great! The pilot was chosen because of their skin color. Hey. I have to pretend to be mad you said that. Uh, no, I'm saying it like it's a good thing. Good, because it's definitely a good thing. So good, I want to warn everyone on the plane about the good news. What a fabulous idea. Hey, everyone, ladies, gentlemen, children. There are children on this plane. Oh, wonderful. Uh, great news. Really great news. Uh, this airline has decided to pick its pilots based on diversity. Oh, wonderful. My child is here. Ah, yeah, I'm so glad to witness history like this. Haha, <laughs> yeah, we really are gonna be history. Whoa, that's so great. I wish the people who built the plane were selected because they were black women. We need the person in the front of the plane to be a different color than the people in the back of the plane. Or the same skin color, haha, <laughs> I can't think of anything more important in a pilot than them looking like me yep. it's diversity so he i got yeah, yeah. yeah so f- damn the fact that this guy flies awesome and has never fucking had any kind of blips or hiccups yeah we need another hispanic woman here or else you know everybody ain't gonna get paid it's just the goofiness of it the best person should be the guy not the well that's why it's meritocracy you know yeah. or and that's why i'm also pro whether it's how you treat people or just how you should think as a person you have to be like i'm an individual I'm going to treat other people as individuals, which we all knew this in the 90s. That's what pisses me off. I'm a like, golden rule guy. It's like, well, that's the thing. And we moved a lot. And I've lived in big cities and small cities growing up. It's like, uh, yeah, you know, has shit gone down before? Absolutely. But at the same time, it's like most normal people, respectable people, especially that get jobs and, like, have a life, they're not bad pe- You know what I mean? Like, but there's always things that I think that, because in the 90s, it was melting pot. It was like, for example, I never ran into anybody where it was a weird thing to talk about, like, oh, cool, where are you from? Where's where your family from? Uh, especially back then, it was like, uh, oh, cool, that's your heritage. And it was like a very respectable, mutual thing. Nowadays, it's a lot more of like, oh, you shouldn't even mention that. Or like I had some family who uh, they were teaching in upstate New York, and they were like, oh, no, we, we try to not even let the kids know that there are differences. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, that's not practical or built in reality. Like, I get, like, yeah, you're not going to be like, oh, let's, you know what I mean? Like, don't make a kid feel bad for being different or whatever. But it's a whole another thing entirely to act like there's not uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
that you, that you think that the the cure to that is by erasing people's connection with their past. Like no. there there's a there's no reason you can't be proud of you and your ancestors and also civilly and friendly engage with people. No, you know there, what I mean? There, like, there is no um, there is no way to articulate like an intellectual end to racism or racial differences. Mm -hmm. There's only a physical one, and that right. is literally uh, inter interracial fucking propagation of the species. That's it. Basically, well, I don't think that's the only way. No, that's the yeah, only way. Yeah. If everybody's the same, that's the only way nobody's different. But but intellectually, yeah, I, I don't think no it'll ever to be to that point though, where it's like Dude, we're all one race. I couldn't imagine that happening, in, in unless like the Nazis in, 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 in are the future, like, you know. man, we're all going to look like yeah. Filipinos, man. Tell me it's good. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's good. So, we're all going to be tan. The melanated people are going to take over at some point. There's going to be I'll be living underground. There's going to be like South Africa. There's going to be some revolt at some point. All the the gingers are going to get it first. They're gonna kill all the gingers, and then they're coming after the other white people. You saw that video? I think I sent it to well, you. Like, the the shoot the like, boar. Like, <laughs> all that shit. Of the Jeez. fucking world is is the terrible. Shoot to kill, Gamaza. Kill the poor, the farmer. Kill the poor, the farmer. Brr pa, pa. Brr pa, pa. Attention. So yeah. all, it's, it's, it's literally just like with Hollywood being over here. It's literally just a case of one day those guys living under the bridge down at the end of Sunset are going to go, hey, there's millions of dollars right up there, and they're going to go eat the rich. That's what's going to happen. And oh, especially thing, out here. Yeah, I can see that. The same thing is going to yeah. go down one day. Somebody's going to attempt to do it. It'll be thwarted because the only thing that will thwart that is the, the racial homogeny. We all just start mixing up. I mean... To be completely honest, see, I don't think you need that, and also it destroys the, the 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 beauty of the differences of humanity. To me, it's all about what it was before, not what it was before, but what, but but what it's been at times in certain uh, sectors of society where you go, you know, like that's why I always say you, the only thing you need, especially in a place like America, is to unite over values, because maybe not even all values, but you have to have like, hey, we're behind the Constitution, hey, we're behind the the tent, you know, and actually enforce that. Because if you don't have that, then I agree it's impossible because there's – because I'm against multiculturalism, this idea that oh, all cultures are the same. But what you can do is have enough of a shared culture regardless of your differences. The American culture is the shared culture. Right. And then you get to keep your 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 ancestral identity. That's right. separate. Heritage but American that, yeah. culture should be what, what unites us all. Um, and like I said, that's another slippery slope because you have people like, hey, I feel like this, this, and this. But then when it gets, imagine this, for the sake of argument, we're going to play devil's advocate and there's a small town in, in, a, in a fucked up state mm -hmm. with really good tax laws. And in this town, 90% of the white women mm -hmm. are married to or have had children with black men specifically in this town. This whole town. What's the town? Sorry. doesn't matter. Okay. I'm making it up. What I'm oh, saying, what, what, what I'm saying is, 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 at some point, people's desire to hold on to who they were is going to overshadow the fact that all these people from different places are mixing, and it's going to look like hate. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, I don't you get know. People though, that I, have problems with interracial yeah. relationships, but it is what it is. But when there's an inundation of it. When I think, I think it, it's pretty normalized at this eh, point, though. Not as much as you think, brother. Well, no, I know that there's, yeah, obviously some people are going to be like, hey, what you doing there? But, like, most people, I don't know, I, th th at least from the way I see it, I think it's pretty, as far as, like, culture, as far as, like, 
you know, you're living in any big city, you know, you see it all the time. It's not like, you know, I go, you know, or anybody I know would stop and go like, oh, they're well, it, it's That's literally weird, you know? worse like, among the minority groups. To be honest, the only time I stop is when I see like a fit white guy dating a really fat white chick. That's the only time. I, and, I, and I'll be crying laughing when I get around the corner. It's like. more prevalent among uh, minority groups. So basically what I'm saying is like, yeah. if I, like me, for instance, I married for a long time, super long time, but all my kids and, and She's Hispanic. Mm-hmm. She, she's not like Afro-Hispanic. She's Hispanic. She's light Hispanic. Yeah. And just, I don't get it when I go out because blacks as a whole are more accepting, especially of other minorities. If she was a white girl, I'd get dirty looks. Mm-hmm. I get dirty looks from black girls, but but it, I only get dirty looks from black women when they see me with her. Yeah. When it's obvious that I'm doing well. If yeah. I didn't have nothing going on for myself, then fuck that guy. But the fact that I'm doing yeah. well, and then I'm with a woman who's not a black woman, that's where that comes from. It, but it, even that's not as bad as what she gets when she takes me into her culture. So say we mm. go to a restaurant, and that she's Salvador, we go to a restaurant over there, Pico Union or whatever. Like, she's noticing that all the people from her culture are giving us dirty looks. I don't see it. Ah, I see. Because they're all yeah, messy yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah. I'll give a fuck where they're from south of the border. So you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but but yeah. she's looking at like. And she's gotten outright like loud, like y'all ain't never seen a mother. Like, dude, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Oh no, they were staring at us because you're black. And I'm like, really? Because they look as black as me. But you get these Latins who are obviously got a lot of black in them, and, and they don't identify as black. They identify mm. as their nationality. So when they say I'm not black, they don't mean I don't have Af- African heritage. They liken black to African American. They're telling you I'm not African American. Obviously, you're African, bro. You got a fucking a pick stuck in your hair with a fist on it. Obviously, you got African roots. Right, right. But no, you're not black in the sense that I'm black. I'm from L.A. You're from fucking Cuba. But you're black, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, I know black. That's a big thing. It's, but I think it's a, it's more of a language thing that gets caught up. Because they, they know. Like, 95% of the African slave trade, all those people got dropped off in the Caribbean and South America. Yeah. And Central America. Like, like, less than 10% of them got dropped off in North America. Honestly, mm-hmm. So that means yeah. just by proxy, most of y'all are mostly black. I've told most Hispanic people that I meet, they I ain't black, and I'm like, but you got a round nose and a big ass, and like, I mean, I know your your skin is light, but your nose look like a button, and your ass is up between your fucking shoulder blades. What you mean you ain't got no black in you? Like, what the fuck? I promise you, if you do a 23 and me, you got as much African as I do. Yeah. But I get it. You're not you're not African American. But look at you. Look at your ass. That's not like a Euro thing. Look yeah. at your ass. It's always that. <laughs> I can always tell by the end. It's always yeah. Yeah, it's well. I I always thought that was weird too. Well, I think part of it too is regardless of the realities of it, America has been through the media and education very we're hyper focused all the time on on race, which I don't think is healthy. Um, That's intentional. Well, well, for sure. But also, there's the the aspect of like I always found it weird growing up with like how. Uh, like I get it to an extent because of the time that's passed, but like it's I do find it very weird that in forums they don't go, oh you're you're check off if you're German or Irish or English. You just go you're white, and I'm like, well, why is that all grouped together? In the same way, it I couldn't should imagine be because you're American. That's your nationality. Right, right. But your race is you're a fucking white guy. Not a ghost. No, no, I know, but that's my point. Is the concept of race I think in America especially has changed because it's 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 more about the the visual differences, but. 
doesn't mean I'm related or have any cultural or shared whatever with a lot of people who are white. I could in some instances, but with a lot of them I wouldn't. So I guess my point is I don't think it's healthy for each of the races to be told, hey, uh, think of your, this is going back to the individual mentality thing. Uh, well, especially nowadays, it'd be weird if a white guy was like, well, I think on behalf of all white people kind of shit. But I'm saying it's not good to have like uh, I am my group, especially because, uh, first of all, it's like it's tribal thinking that, that it's built into. We're not in tribe systems anymore. And so it's a false tribal affiliation is my point. Whereas if it's actually people in your life that you, you identify that, you with, you know what I'm saying? You think it is Perfect. August 5th. Some people do. I, I, I'm just saying, I don't care what your race is. If you think in that way, I don't think that's healthy. I think you're doing yourself a disservice to think of yourself, no matter what color or race you are, as that race, as if that's all you are, is the group. No. It's, it's just as bad to be politically like, oh, I am, uh, you know, it, it's, it's like you're losing your own individuals and, and family uh, a story of who you are, I guess. Bro, we're, we're friends. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're tight. We're tight. Yeah. Just to clarify, so you always know this about me, no matter what's going on or where we're going. I'm from America, and I know for a fact that I'm black first. I'm a black man before I'm anything else. That's just the way the society's structured. I'm reminded constantly. I get constant reminders. It's intentional. It's intentional. I have to look at everything through the through those glasses. Mm. You're fortunate you didn't have to because you're just American and I'm African-American. Even though my great-grandfather fucking fought in World War II, even though my family's been here like at least 150 years, at least, most of the white people I know, their families came here in the, in the 1900s, you know, the early yeah. turn of the century. I guess and it depends. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm yeah. African-American, but you're American. That's the difference. That is the difference. Do you, do you prefer African American? No, it's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't even I know what say, part of my family's yeah, from Africa. I, I don't go for that shit, but I'm just saying yeah, the yeah, term yeah. itself. Even if we call it Afro American, I get I get a I get a qualifier yeah. to my American, and you're just American, even though my family's been here longer than yours. Well, I think it, it's it goes back to who you're dealing with because I think the system and the, the the liberal media definitely push that kind of like hyperfixation of it. But 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 yeah, and it, it depends at what point in time you're talking to. But when I think of you know I've known good bad people my whole life as far as like you know how they treat people and shit like that, I think that the average person. Uh, at least when I, when I think about myself, I never am thinking uh, uh, politics or otherwise, as, like, oh, I am a white guy. I think of myself as a creative or I think of myself as what I do and what I'm into. And I guess that's my point is, like, uh, regardless of whatever society tells you, society tells me shit all the time I disagree with where, as far as, like, no, fuck you or, oh, I'm a white guy. I can't think or talk about this or I can't say that or whatever. It's like you shouldn't be able to do that because if you're operating always, regardless of who you are, from a place of, like, Especially, I think this is a spiritual argument. Especially that we are all the same inside, as far as spiritually what we are and cog cognitively what we are. Then uh, I should—I don't ever want to feel like I have to be a part or identify with something that that really I don't have any control over. So I get what you're saying. Like the way, there's the way society treats you. There's the way that you get referred to. Uh, but I think there's, it's the, an obligation of the individual to always be fighting against it and carve out your own. This is who I am. I you know? dig it, but I mean that's that's like rudimentary psychology. Yeah. The fact that I'm labeled differently. That's where it starts. I'm labeled differently by everybody. By everybody. By my country, where I'm at, by the people from... Now, when I leave, I'm mm -hmm. just American. Right. I'm just American when I leave here. Sure. When I go to Europe, when I go to fucking Australia, when I go to anywhere in the South Pacific, I go to Europe, I go to fucking Asia. I'm just American. Right. And here, I'm African American. Mm. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a descendant from the slave side. Mm -hmm. I'm a descendant of Mike and Phoebe. It's called Domap. Um, Spike Lee's a part of, of, of my 
bloodline, my ancestry. Oh, really? Okay. So how it goes was there's actually like a lot of literature and, and, and info and history about these two slaves from two separate African countries who met and were married mm-hmm. on the continent and came here during slavery in some kind of way. Because um, everybody who came here was enslaved didn't didn't get chained up. Right. So we'll just leave it at that. I won't go any deeper. But, but they were uh, family, and uh, apparently Phoebe and the children got sold to another plantation, and, and Mike uh, worked, and he had, you know, that's how you mm-hmm. know that the slave master and, and the, the dichotomy of their relationship can't be what's told historically, because mm-hmm. the way it's written from what I've read is that uh, Mike, uh, the patriarch of the family, he was actually allowed, he was a he was a, a, a skilled tradesman and some kind of an engineer and a carpenter, and that he was able to like work off hours to basically earn his freedom. So he was able to work, mm. you know what I'm saying? Which, yeah. which doesn't really coincide with the narrative of slavery, but I found that any narrative I get that was taught to me by old white men a long time ago was bullshit. And it, it was just something they were trying to teach me to change shit. So, mm. so that's the way that story's told. It, it's a really big thing that they have, um, there was a music group within the family they got famous. There was, um, they started a college, and I'm gonna look up all this. I want you to put the credit so we can add it in post. But my my descendants actually started a college in the South uh, and themselves, and the college is like one of the historical black colleges now. Okay, like I'm actually a part of that whole thing. So anybody that sees this that might know Spike Lee, let him know mm-hmm. I'm a dope map too. Uh, descendants of Mike and Phoebe, Dino oh, okay. and Mac. Gotcha. But so yeah, and that's actually it's a really big deal among the uh, the 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 black uh, educated elite, the bourgeoisie, that type mm-hmm. of thing, because they those are people that kind of know their history of where their American side mm-hmm. started, and, and to be a part of that's kind of a big deal. So, you know, like I said, so I'm, I'm mm-hmm. part of that, and, that, and learning that, learning everything I learned, like I don't believe everything somebody tells me right away, but learning everything I learned with the ancestry just told me like something's off. So either the story is bogus, bogus or the narrative is bogus. But how does a slave how does a slave moonlight at night to buy his his, his freedom? Mm. That's not the 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 roots story of slavery I was taught. But then I, I learned later that roots was bullshit, and Alex Haley completely plagiarized it. Mm-hmm. And he's not a black hero or none of shit. He, he he completely plagiarized a book from a white man that was written basically like a, a fantasy story of plantation life and all this different bullshit, but it, it wasn't based in truth. And he completely plagiarized it and wrote the roots shit, and they made a big deal out of it. But then, So, I mean, shit like that. So there, there has to be somebody has something to gain by, by lying to me, and I want to know why. Mm-hmm. And then when I find that out, then it's easy to start uncovering truth. Well, actually, no, it wasn't. Because yeah. slavery is an old institution. It wasn't fucking just relegated to black people here in the Americas. It's a very old institution. No, and it was it was never based completely on brutality. And there it was a lot of instances of brutality, but indentured yeah. servitude is very, very, very old. Yeah. Very, very old. A lot of the European immigrants that came here got into indentured servitude. Mm-hmm. They might have lived at a different level because you had certain white people from certain parts of the country who had certain opinions about black people and their place on the evolutionary scale. But that aside... That aside from it, those people aside from it, mm-hmm. it, it was like it was it was it was big business. It was commerce. It was the biggest business in the world. Yeah. It was. It was the biggest business in the world. 
ever. And I, I just refuse to to believe that that much business was done, that much commerce was done, and we know who's involved in, in the highest levels of commerce. I, re, I refuse to, and they take records of everything. So the fact that there's no records of who's who and who's where, but mm-hmm. but but there are there are clay tablets from Samaria written in cuneiform that are tax bills and ship manifests Mm -hmm. of fucking cargo. So you mean to tell me in the English speaking not too far off fucking past that nobody was keeping written records? I mean, there's a manifest of everything on the ship. The weight has to be taken into account. Everything. So you mean to tell me nobody was just writing down, hey, we got these people from here and brought them over here to this many... Nobody did that? Mm -hmm. Nobody. Oh, the slave record, the, the ship records, that's all so much bunk, bro. Mm-hmm. I've had some Mormon guys tell me some shit about, we'll, we'll do another podcast about that. Some, sure. Morgan, some, some Mormon people have a lot of insight to the slave trade. Toward the end of it, they were heavily involved. Big money stuff. But, you I know. got you. So, you know, I, I didn't mean to go on a little tangent with that the way I did. No, it's, I, well. They, they kind of think kind of rubs me the wrong way because it, it's so false. And it's, so mm-hmm. I went to prison. You see shit like that in prison, the, the, the microcosm of, this is like the whole world, but I'm getting a little bitty view of it, how they're running it here. Right. And and the fact that uh, racial division and separation and difference was uh, on the forefront. It, was, it wasn't it was what was brought up by the inmates. It was on the forefront of the administration. Oh, interesting. Okay. So the, the administration segregated us by cell. Yeah, interesting. Not the inmates. Yeah. You have states where they don't segregate the inmates, and there's no racial fucking violence there. But in the states where cause they intentionally segregate the inmates, it's a divide and conquer thing. We got there's six thousand inmates here and two hundred fucking cops, and That's there's right. only probably about one hundred fifty bullets here. So what the fuck are we gonna do if these guys, guys decide to kill us? Well, we gotta worry about it if we just make yeah. them fight each other all the time. And it's all it ever is, and it's the same thing with politics. Like I said, prison showed me the microcosm of real life. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, if I could just practice, see what's going on here, I could probably relate this to everything out in the real world, and it, it's all been translated. With what you just said, too, I see so many parallels between prison, education, larger society. It's the like same. you said, it really it's, is it's a microcosm. It's a microcosm. Yeah, yeah. If you just study one microcosm mm-hmm. of, 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 of social life and, and you give it a lot of thought and time and, and, and really consideration, you could figure out how things work on the grander scheme because it's the exact same formula, but you could just see it better when it's small. Right. When I saw the way they housed us in California prison. I said, oh, this is intentional? It was it was obvious because yeah. nobody had any real beefs with each other. You would see guys smiling and laughing and getting along. You got guys that are racist. You got guys that have their beliefs, but that shit is pushed by the system yeah. for the separation because guys usually kind of, once you get a bunch of guys that are downtrodden, after a while they realize they're all the same. Right. You know, uh, 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 you know, white soldiers don't think they're better than black soldiers in a fucking foxhole. So why would inmates? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why would inmates, why would a black inmate who's doing life think he's better than oh, a white inmate doing life think he's a better human, a higher fucking form of human than a black inmate doing life? We're both fucking fought, dying in a cage. Yeah. Well, I agree. I think it's divide and conquer. And I, I, I've seen so much stuff just in school growing up where I'm like, they just know how to make every scenario worse. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think you and I both agree, like, uh, it's in human nature as long as we have the ability to do evil no matter what it is because people love to go like oh we'll get rid of sexism racism it's like you're never going to get rid of all that magically with a wand but if you can I guess that's why I go back to like cultural values and unifying over like values because it's like that's the only thing I can think of to like solve that is because you see it in smaller communities not every small community but plenty of smaller communities and even plenty of mid-sized, com- mid-sized communities where you know if it is meritocracy based if it is like an open you know 
Because there's always going to be differences between people. Hell, I don't agree with almost anybody I listen to, talk to. You know what I mean? That's just life, you know? But that's why I think the least you can do is try to go, hey, let's let's build bridges and shit and not be, you know. And and finding that balance where it's like everybody in my, I really deeply believe this, no matter who you are, you should be able to be proud of who you are and you should also be, you know, love just as much, you know, people who aren't like you, you know. Don't don't stick to who you think you are. You got to be open to change and learn. I'm cool to wrap up. You want to keep Sure, going? yeah, yeah. No, we can hey, we can wrap it, but it was a good Shout time. out Malcolm Barrett. That's right. Malcolm Barrett. It was fun hanging, man. Uh, awesome guy. Him. A very Average Joe. Very uh, Shout out Average um, Joe on BET Plus. Yeah, we yeah. go fucking pump your shit. Awesome Absolutely. guy. Met him out drinking a couple times. Cool cool he, he completely down to earth. You know, uh, very helpful. Showing us the ropes a little bit. Showing us the ropes a little bit. Helping out the little guys. Giving back. Pay it forward. Appreciate that a lot. So we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to get up out of here. I'm fixing the split. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, we got a, this episode and the other one's dropping soon. So uh, Saturday? Give us, give us, yeah, Saturday. Right. should be on Saturday. So we got two, um, two eps coming out. Let's do it. Uh, filming a show soon. We're big things sketches. coming for you. We're going to start. When we start doing some of that shit, we'll give you little snippets. That's right. To wait on. and uh, Watch out, Larry David. We're coming for your job. Thank you.